I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about weirdness in the Bible. Now, you may say, why are you calling the Bible weird? No, no. The Bible's not weird at all. But today, if we were to look at certain things in the, in, the, in the Bible and we would see them as though they were just happening, we would think, that seems to be a little weird. Or if you look at the event of what the Bible is recording and you don't just look at it as it's a, the Holy Word of God, which it is the Holy Word of God, but you start to pick apart or analyze or break down the events that they're talking about, all of the sudden, if you get in the flesh, and I really mean that because the disciples were in the flesh. They walked the streets with Jesus. Yes, Jesus was the Son of God, absolutely. But he was also born of Mary, so he was also in the flesh. And he did a lot of things and used a lot of fleshly, normal, everyday examples to reflect spiritual principles. A lot of times in in the parables, Jesus would talk about stories and those stories would have such relevance to the things of the day and then he'd flip over and explain them in the relevance of the spirit. Well, okay, so I'm looking here in, the, in Matthew and we're looking over at, this, at the eighth chapter of the book of Matthew. And I find, find it very interesting because this particular Bible, Richard just got, someone had sent this to him. And, oh my goodness, I love this Bible. And it's, it's, I love all Bibles, but this one's just very easy to follow. And this is Jesus heals a leper. And then it turns around and it talks about the Roman centurion's faith. So I'm just reading the, like the captions, right? Jesus heals, or subheadings, Peter's mother-in-law, okay? And then it says the cost of discipleship. Jesus calms the winds in the sea the healing of the devil-possessed man, healing of the man with the palsy. Um, Matthew follows Jesus, questions about fasting, healing of the ruler's daughter. Okay, so, so we're seeing a pattern here. We're seeing this beautiful pattern of the presence of God. And if you were able to go and walk the streets with Jesus... If you were able to stand during just these particular ones I read, that's only two pages worth. If you were able to do this in the eighth chapter of Matthew and you started to walk the streets with Jesus and you begin to see miracles here. Oh, a miracle right there. Look at that miracle over here. Oh my, let's record this miracle. Write this one down. And you're seeing this atmosphere of miracles and all of the wonder of God. And then you turn the page. And it says this, Jesus calms the wind at the sea. And when he entered into the ship, Jesus and his, uh, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea. Big fat storm, okay? Inasmuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Wouldn't you think that was a little weird? Now, there's this monster storm outside. They're in the middle of the, of the water, they're trying to get over to the other side, Sea of uh, Lake of Gennesaret, Sea of Galilee, all these names for these large, large bodies of water. And here it is, um, the healing of the demon-possessed man is next. So what he's saying is I've got to go over the sea to get to the demon-possessed man over on the other side of the sea. So you think about this. So here is this, in, in, and here is, here is this consistency of miracle, miracle, miracle activating miracle, miracle. And then they get in the ship and all of a sudden the wind comes up. He's sleeping. He's cool with it. And the people in the boat with him are freaking out. Don't you find it weird 
First of all, that Jesus saw the storm and he just went to sleep. Second of all, don't you find it weird that if they'd seen Jesus do all of these miracles and he's not upset and disturbed by this and he's just fallen asleep because he's okay with it, why aren't they calm about it? Why are they in the presence of Jesus and they see how Jesus responds to things and they know what Jesus is thinking and they know that he's so at peace with it that he falls asleep and yet they're flipping out. If you walked with Jesus that much and you got to know the understanding of how much Jesus performed miracle signs and wonders all over the place, do you think he's just going to leave you high and dry in the middle of a storm? And so Jesus, they awake him, they, they wake him up and they say, they came to him and said, Lord, save us or we're going to perish. One translation says, don't you even care that we're going to die? They just walked with him and saw the compassion of Jesus throughout all of the places they were. Of course they knew he cared. But here's what I think happened. When it's peaceful in your life, even though it may be a mess all around. This guy needed a miracle. They needed a miracle. He needed a miracle. She needed a miracle, but you're okay. You're not panicking. You're observing the miracles, but you're not the one in need. Then all of the sudden, even though you watch Jesus, you love Jesus, you follow Jesus, you believe in Jesus, you see the miracles of Jesus, when it hits your household, when you think it's going to be you, when they say, don't you even care that we perish? Don't you even care that we're going to... Suddenly, when it's your mess, it feels like the rules change. It feels like your faith changes. You, went, you might have had faith for everybody else's miracle and the same thing happens to you and suddenly doubt comes in and worry comes in and maybe you even question, does Jesus even care? Here these guys walked with him, they talked with him, they had lunch with him, they saw the miracles, they chit-chatted with him, they did all of these things, but now when their lives were in danger, suddenly they think the whole rules change and Jesus doesn't even care. That's a little weird to me. Okay, so, why are you so fearful, he said to them. Haven't you experienced all this and haven't you seen the miraculous healing power? Don't you understand the power of faith? Don't you understand the healing power of God? That's what I think he's thinking. And he says, why are you so fearful, O ye of little faith? Same sentence. In this particular Bible, one sentence, one comma. Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? If you're operating in fear, you have diminished your faith. Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? He's talked about faith that you couldn't find. Where is your faith? Then he's talked about um, faith that, that can be multiplied. He talks about God's given to every person the measure of faith. He talks about the just shall live by their faith. But here he said something very interesting. O ye of little faith. You've allowed so much fear to enter in that you've exited your faith. There's only enough real estate space in your, in your believing cavity, so to speak. And in that, all you can do is one or the other. And you have allowed so much fear to come in that you have excused your faith out. And he said, why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? And then he arose, rebuked the winds and the sea. One translation I think is really cool because it says, Jesus' authority over the winds and the sea identifies him as the creator and ruler of the natural things. And so he said that after he rebuked the winds and the sea, there was a great calm and the men marveled. Oh, 
for heaven's sake, I just showed you a huge pattern. They've seen this all along. This is the characteristic and the nature and the pattern of Jesus. And everywhere he goes, it's the same. And now they're marveling. Wow, when it hits your household, suddenly it seems like everything's completely different. Oh, wow, wow, it's a miracle. And they marveled at the winds and the sea that obeyed him. And when it came to the other side of the country, and they start talking about the Sea of Gennesaret and going on to the to, uh, Sea of Galilee, the Lake of Gennesaret, when they go on for the healing of the Gadarean over there, what has happened? Suddenly, when it hits their household, everything changed. And I think Jesus is saying, let's talk about this. You can believe for your Aunt Susie, or you can believe for your Aunt Bessie, and you can believe for your Uncle John, and you can believe for your Aunt Mary, and you can believe for your mother, father, sister, brother. But when it comes to your household, he began to talk about fear. They awoke him. They said, Lord, save us. Oh, are, are we going to perish? He said, why are you fearful, oh, you of little faith? Suddenly, when it hits your household, Satan, I believe, does everything he can to make your mind play games with you, to make your mind play tricks on you. Does he even care? Were those other miracles even real? Did God, who took care of me a while ago, still care about me right now? Suddenly, all the rules change when fear enters in. It's sort of like when fear enters in, it's a game changer, and now everything has to be reestablished. So Jesus was saying to them, okay, let's reestablish. Am I not the Christ? Haven't you seen the miracles? The winds and the waves obey me. Peace be still, nothing missing, nothing broken. Settle down, let's get to the other side. I got a job to do. In fact, you believed in me so much that you were willing to take the trip to the other side to help me do this job when we get to the other side of the sea. And he's saying, let's reestablish. Let's go back to basics. And I wanna to say to you today, do we need to go back to basics? You know, when you talk about school, sometimes you get to a certain grade and then you have, um, you have what do you call that, um, summer vacation. And then when school starts again, you have a refresher course of what you learned this, the year before. You have to go back to basics because during that time of, let's say, um, um, dormant school system where you're not in school those couple of months, maybe some things had an opportunity to go by the wayside. And so the teacher starts the year with a refresher course of the basics. And I think Jesus is saying, okay, when you're in a storm, when you're in a pinch, when you're in a situation that it looks like someone could even perhaps perish. Let's go back to basics. Peace be still, nothing missing, nothing broken. Let the doubt go out, let the doubt go out. Let the faith come back in and let the doubt go out. Here is a marvelous question to consider. He said, why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Okay, so let's today just check just take a refresher course and say, all right, in the midst of this situation, am I being fearful? And if I'm being fearful, why am I so fearful? Okay, what is it that has caused me to doubt God, to doubt Jesus, and to think, oh my, don't you even care that we're perishing? And take a look and assess it. And then Jesus is saying, okay, now that you've looked at what made you doubt and what made you fearful and made you realize you've got little faith, okay, let's take a hold of that right now. And in the name of Jesus, Let's go back to basics. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. God has given to every person the measure of faith. Faith is that substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Four times, Old, New Testament, both. The just shall live by their faith. So I want to encourage you today. Let's get a hold of your faith. 
Let's reassess. Let's reestablish. Let's go back to basics. Let's go get out the book of Hebrews and begin to say by faith, through faith, in faith. Lord, I thank you that I have an opportunity to live according to your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.